You're listening to Social Media Unlocked, episode number seven. One thing I have realized with social media, though, is that it really comes down to your authenticity with yourself and who you are. And that's the message that is received the best. And so for myself, I have to be really authentic with who I am and trust that like that's what will be received, just like in life. It's time we had an honest conversation about social media. This is Heather Pink, your host of Social Media Unlocked. After spending years producing TV and running social media for the NFL, I started my own social media consulting agency. And well, I want to talk and teach more about social media. Through each podcast, I hope to bring you a new perspective on social media through influencers, brands, content creators, and more. So that way it can help you with your personal brand, your brand's content, collaborations, and well, just being more knowledgeable about social media. On this podcast, I venture into new territory. I interview my company Pink Deer's first client, Katie Wildhagen, founder of The Bake Shop. When Katie first came to us, she had an idea of a brand, but wasn't exactly sure how to execute it. Now, it's more than just a brand. It's a community. In this interview, you'll get more than just insight into how we've helped transform The Bake Shop's journey, but important conversations about how the psyche of social media has affected Katie's everyday mentality and what it's like to ask for help. That's right. It seems like a simple concept, but many people don't take the leap to asking or paying for help with their or their brand's social media out of their own pockets. Take a listen. I feel like I should do cake, 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 cake. To start off this interview, I have Katie Wildhagen, founder of Katie Cake's Bake Shop. Yeah. And also the first client of Pink Deer. Woo-woo-woo-woo. Katie single-handedly helps make the Pink Deer dream alive. I don't know if you know that. I do know that. I love it because I know what it means to have somebody else like second in on your dream. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like one crazy person alone. You're just crazy. But you get other people involved. (laughs) It ain't crazy. And everybody's crazy. (laughs) As we've gone through this process with other clients, we've realized that they don't know when it was time to ask for help. You laugh, <laughs> but like, I felt like when we met you, you knew you needed help. Why? How did you get to that point? Because it was like three years too late, like, or not too late, <laughs> but three years into like, Katie, you needed help three years ago yeah, or whatever. Because um, I had gotten to the point where I knew like, I can't go any further because I'm stopped in my tracks unless I get help. And I had another person around me who knew what I was doing with the business saying, Katie, you need help. And I think that's like every level we have to be okay with going, okay, get, get the help sooner. Mm -hmm. And then that's how you grow quicker. Yeah. What we love about your brand is that your brand involves treats. So we brought, I brought some (laughs) treats today and I know, I know we were on the no treat train, but. Who's we are? I I wasn't. I mean, I've been, you were like, I've been eating too many treats. You're like, you know what? I have two. I'm like, it'll it'll all happen one day. It's fine. Indulge. That's my whole philosophy, though. Yeah. With this is you indulge, you have fun, you work, whatever, but like get it all. Yeah. Have your cake and eat it too. Exactly. Well, social is really at the crux of the bake shop's brand. Mm-hmm. What is it meant to you with respect to your own personal? Because you are your own personal niche influencer, but also with the bake shop. Well, with the bake shop, the big thing for me and like why I needed help with it is I wanted to have a space because I don't have a physical space yet for the actual bake shop. So I needed a space where people could visually see all the things I wanted to create and 
all the visuals I wanted to see with the bake shop. So a place for the community to find those, a place for new people to see what's going on there and just to represent the whole brand visually. So, and the website's fine for that, but like anymore these days, that's, people aren't going to get to a website. They want to see it right there in front of them on Instagram or whatever social media platform. So I just wanted to help um, creating that visual so it could create that virtual space. Has social changed your perspective on your business? Well, I mean, I really started the business in the world where social was already picked up. It has, it's, it's got me like, okay, so you say, okay, you have a presence on social media. That's important. And then do you have a physical presence too? That's important. So it's kind of like this, the perspective on it is where do you see it the strongest or, you know, do you hold off on the physical presence so you can put all your work into the online presence? Or is it something where it's like that things that happen in real life then reflect in the virtual space? Mm -hmm. So it's a funny, like separate universe, basically. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think you struggled with the most up till maybe meeting us? And then maybe after meeting us. I'm like, you know this. How about this? Pre and post (laughs) Pink Deer. (laughs) No, I mean, before you guys, I struggled with creating, like seeing my vision. Like it's in my head, but I could never get it into the social media space. I could never visually see that page. And I would try and try, but it just wasn't coming together. And so that was what I struggled with, just understanding the direction, understanding um, the flow of it understanding how to like make it work for me so I could post all day and it could look you know disheveled and not have a cohesive like message and that's what you guys helped me create with that page which Mm -hmm. has been incredible what's been the most difficult thing now (laughs) is like I don't know that question should be for you now because now it's unlocked for me now I'm like oh I have this idea and then you guys go create it and I think you guys are magicians so I keep like upping the level of things (laughs) I think we should create and I'm sure at some point you guys are like whoa 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 no I oh not at all I think that people don't always have that creativity and that's the hard part honestly the fact that you are energetic and have these ideas. That is half the battle sometimes where I've been in meetings at the NFL where everyone's sitting in the room and they're all, <laughs> I don't have any ideas. I don't know See, what that, to do. And that's crazy. Isn't that? Yeah. I mean, well, it, uh, we were just talking about this the other day. Like some people have like a creative mind. Some people have a business mind. My creative brain is like, you know, a thousand times stronger than my business mind. And so for me, I can like create all day in my brain, but then I need help to actually get it to the place where it needs to be seen. And that's Mm -hmm. what you guys help with. So yeah, I don't know how you guys handle people that don't have a creative like pulse, (laughs) like how you spark that. But I do, I have seen your work and I know that you guys do. So I mean, here's the thing is when they don't have this creative brain, we need to be the creative brain for them Mm -hmm. or we need to like, we need to do a little more work in a certain sense where it's like, to get hey, it out of them. Exactly. Everything, the thing is, is if people are reaching out to us and they have a brand and they want to expand on it, the idea is in there. Yeah. I know it's in there. We both know it's in there. It's just a matter of what sort of thing is it going to take in order to pry it out? Yeah. You know, or a lot of times for a lot of people, it's hard for them to articulate that. And, yeah. And sometimes that's happened with you. You're like, I just have this idea. And it sometimes takes a moment of sitting down and talking it out. Actually, no, this isn't maybe or maybe I actually want to do this. And you just kind of keep talking it out. Um, We were talking to a client this week and we asked them because it's almost like a first test for us where it's like send us some inspiration. Yeah. You know, 
And they sent us inspiration. We asked them to to like, you know, walk us through the inspiration. And they were like, honestly, I don't even know why I'm inspired by this. So it's almost like when you sit down and actually take a moment, because we're all so busy doing everything, you take that moment and you try to explain to yourself, which is different than you. You know why you like something. I like this because it is bake shop or like, I like this part. Right. I like this font. I like this. I like the way that they did this transition. You know, because yeah. you have this creative brain. But when you have other people that maybe have a different form of creative brain, like, well, I just like the look of it. Well, what about it? What does it? the look mean? What, like, a, what, yeah. what about it? Right. You know, I think that that's the tough part. But also every every client is different. Do you remember when you guys first, the first sit down we had and you're like, so show, like, what do you think of this or this? And you're like, who would you? I remember CJ asking, like, who would I say is a good like representation of what I want to do? And I go, nothing, nobody. I love that. We love that. And that's <laughs> I why didn't I know if I'm like, I'm just going to put that out there. I go, <laughs> I don't want to see anything else. I know what I want. <laughs> I know, but the thing is, is people, and they don't have that. And that's what we love about you. But also that might be kind of hard because you're like, but no, we need a visual, like, like something to work off of. And I'm like, nope, it's all right here in my brain. <laughs> well, I mean, of course, I think the first yeah. couple months, it, it took time to fine tune yeah. what we wanted to do and how we wanted to do it. And then, of course, as Instagram changes, as social media changes, the way that we worked changed too. And what we yep. needed were you started growing as a person, as a creator, you're now more efficient by yourself. And now you don't have to ask us for the little things because you now have. Oh, like, that's refreshing to know that you guys feel that way. 100%. <laughs> I still feel like I'm asking you. She just reminded me to post something you guys today and I still haven't done it. That's, <laughs> well, that's par for the course. That's like, I, I like have to like, hey, by the way, just so you know, I'm going to be the annoying one of like the whole company. And I'm going to be like, hey, by the way, I need this. I need that. You need to post this. You need to post that. I don't know how I would get along without it because. I, I forget. <laughs> I even said it yesterday. I was like, I'm going to text you. But this morning, I was. it was so crazy. Oh, that's but, the goodness of this, though. What? That's what the help is. Like, it's like so um, it's creative. It's like you have to have a really good balance between like the business and the creative because you really have to like be that line of like, OK, you can flow. I can let Katie get as far over here as she wants, but then I got to pull her back into this. Pull her in. You know? Have you, when you talk to other people, because you have a really like strong group of women around you, mm. when you're talking to them, have you ever suggested that they get help? And no, some of them are like amazing influencers by themselves. Do you mean social media help specifically or help in life like therapy or do you mean? Probably okay. more social media. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Um, no, because I would say, well, yeah, yeah. Honestly, because what I've seen, I, I would say like in the the circle of friends that I'm that I know there's a strong group of women who are like aces at this mm -hmm. because this is like their profession this is this is their life like social media and I think because they grew up in a time when that was already apparent and so like they kind of grew in into that space where myself it's it's like getting your 95 year old grandfather to try to do social media that's how I am yeah and so like it's been a work in progress for me and then there's other people on the other end of that spectrum as well that I know who are getting into different businesses or getting into their stuff. And I know that social media is going to be helpful for them. And I know that like rather than like try to like, you know, bulldoze your way through this and like not know what you're doing blindly, this is where you can ask for help and it will be it'll take that much like that stress off of you. Totally. Because there's some people who like some of us have our gifts and well, we all have our gifts and some that's social media and some of us it's not. I think so. some people just don't ask for help or they no. don't know how they feel too 
That was me. That's me. Or, or they feel too like defensive. Yeah, that's me as times. well. Well, sometimes at first, at first you were like a little bit, but then you were like, actually, like, yeah. Let me I take knew a moment. I needed help at that let point. me take a moment. I'm here to listen. And when you when you took that moment and and you because that was almost during the first meeting. Yeah, is that you were a little defensive, and then you, you then you took this moment and you're like, actually, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna listen. It was like 30 minutes, and I felt myself like, Katie, you gotta let it go. Like, yeah, listen to the professionals here. <laughs> because <laughs> I saw like, myself doing what clients will do to me when they come to me for help they'll want to be the expert all of a sudden and I've seen that on my end and I'm like well wait a second this is why you have me here yeah. like why not just receive this information and see how we can move forward together and I had that moment where I was like oh this is where I gotta yeah. listen to the ones that know what they're doing <laughs> one of the things I found interesting is as I was working with more influencers at the NFL was a psych of what do I post? How much should I post? And I feel like you have an interesting psych because you have two brands, essentially. You have your own personal yeah. and then you have the bake shop brand. Yeah. And I know also your psych has evolved from the time we started working with you until now. Yes. Like what has that transformation been like? And do you still feel like you have some hurdles that you need to overcome mentally? Oh, yeah. Because people mean, don't talk about the mental part of social media enough. And are you talking about like what it takes to decide what to post um, mentally in terms of like it, w what kind of reaction this will get? Or are you talking like like how all of it has to go into your daily life? <laughs> I will say even before I had split out the two accounts, um, it it was like constant. I felt like I was never not tr posting something. Now I've split out the two accounts and I've understood from you guys that it's not necessarily about the quantity. It really is about quality and timing and message. And like, that's what it's come down to. I've kind of been able to simplify it for that account. And then I take that same like understanding into my own account of, okay, is this a solid picture? What's the message? What's the timing of the day that works best for my audience? And then um, make it really good like content and then yeah. you don't have to post eight times a day or whatever somebody suggested me to me one time did you feel pressure like do you feel pressure from social to constantly do you feel like you're ever behind yeah in fact the last few weeks I've kind of like like fallen back just out of because my mental space couldn't handle it right now mm -hmm. and I'd done what I could but I realized I the pressure I was putting on myself to like stay on top of it was unnecessary because as I've fallen back like Things have just been the numbers have been stable. The like the um, reception and interaction has been stable, and I just realized like, oh, that pressure was coming from myself. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't the world didn't fall apart when I like took a day off. Isn't that crazy when you have that <laughs> revelation? <laughs> well, people tell you you have to be like, and then I do see friends that are actually posting constantly, which some of those people are hustling. They really yeah. are. They're hustling. Like I follow this one influencer and she has her own Disney account or it's color me magic. And I look at her stuff and she basically is like head to toe in these beautiful, very vibrant outfits. Mm -hmm. And sometimes she actually pretends to um, be one of like the costumes. So her and another girlfriend did clueless Mike and Seldy monsters, Inc. Super cute. Oh, fun. The time that it takes to do all those photos and she's posting at least once every other day. And is this her only thing or does she have like she a nine to account. five job? I don't know. Well, and that's what I wonder. It's and like most people don't know. Like, yeah, do they have a nine to five job? 
Yeah, I'm like, where? And that's the other thing, too. Do you, like, pick a couple days to create a ton of content and then, like, bust it out, you know, as time goes along? Or, like, myself, I really just take and do content, like, on my own page. Yeah, I take and do content as I go. I don't really, like, do things at a time. Where that's been helpful for the Big Shot page. Because I think that's more relevant, though, because for something versus, like, it's a personal thing Mm -hmm. for me, it can be in the moment versus Big Shot can be more developed content. Have you had a moment through social media that's really helps you continue to go through? Like someone's reached out and said, I love the bake shop. Like, but it's like through social or social has helped. Oh yeah. And in fact, in a, a couple different ways. So on the bake shop page, whenever I, I mean, it's like, I'm the easiest to please when it comes to like interaction <laughs> with social media. When somebody like says, oh my God, I did this workout yesterday. I'm like, oh my God, we're a success. Like we made it. <laughs> somebody did the workout. <laughs> like that like puts me over like, woo. I'm like, so I'm just like too easy to please. Um, but yeah, like that kind of stuff is encouraging. And it's like, oh, people want this. And then on my account the other day, I was posting something about like my heart stuff. And I had somebody reach out to me telling me that I was inspiring them because they too have a pacemaker and seeing me be so active was the reason why he felt he could continue and like live his life as as he wanted to, which was really incredible. Like that kind of stuff, like you couldn't have that with, you really couldn't have that without social media. So like there's so many amazing things about connecting with other people. I mean, that's part of it. Yeah. When we talk to other people, I guess some people are fascinated by the philosophy of what is the point of social media there's so many points to there's social media. so many points to <laughs> it's a platform media. i know That's what it is it's so. a platform for multiple uses yeah and connecting is i think maybe the original yeah like maybe the og is like you know i guess connecting and showing off because it was originally really is uh, showing off yeah, yeah it, it was a, a platform and also too through a lot of the things and like analytics and metrics and things i've seen for other people like the best things that do well are things that champion yourself Right. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Because people want to like see you cheer on yourself. But yeah, most people don't have the inclination to be bragging like I don't. Right. You know, and and, like it took me a minute. It took you a minute. (laughs) And even still, like we kind of have to nudge you like, hey, this is good. We should do this because this really like champions the brand. Um, Yeah. And what's crazy is. But then when you find people that overdo it. You're like, like, "Ah, "Ah, um, (laughs) it's a fine line. (laughs) It's a real fine line. Yeah. One thing I have realized with social media, though, is that it really comes down to your authenticity with yourself and who you are. And that's the message that is received the best. And so for myself, I have to be really authentic with who I am and trust that, like, that's what will be received, just like in life. And then for the brand, I have to understand that brand's identity and always do what's true. Like that message has to be true to the brand, because then you'll never fail when it comes to exactly what you're doing. On the social realness media. has to come through, through and through. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that, that's that's Life. you though. But well, that's yeah, you. that's me. Yeah, I don't know did, if I did you a bit too much, but <laughs> did you have to come to that? Did you well, have to come like to that realization point, or something? Like what got you there, or or were you just like you know what? This is who I am. I know this is who you are, but like. When did you have to come to that point where you're like, I need to be real here? No, I mean, I think I've gone through moments where I posted stuff and I was like, I checked on myself. I'm like, wait a second. Was that really like real of you? Like what what was the point of that one? So I've had those ups and downs and checking on that. It was when I decided to turn my social media because I didn't I I didn't really involve myself 
like on Instagram or social media before I wanted to do the bake shop. Like before I created that idea. Before that, I think I had like one post up and it was because friends were like, you got to get on Instagram. And I was like late to the party. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do social media. I, and I and I, this is true as well. Even with the stuff as a personal trainer, even with the stuff with my heart, like I never voiced that. I never like used that platform to like talk about that. And people always say, oh, you should. And I just never wanted to. It wasn't until I had this brand and this message that I wanted to bring through that brand that then I was like, oh, this is why I want to use this platform. Mm -hmm. So within that, it's like because I am part of the brand and I'm part of that message, then I thought to myself, okay, you have to be you have to use this for yourself to then like get your message out with that brand. So at that point, I was I just realized, okay, if I'm going to tell other women or ask other women to be authentic with themselves and that's what is best in life, then I better be a representation for that for myself through this platform. So that's where I guess I realized I have it. heard this story, but you need to like tell everybody else how you formed the bake shop and why you decided to do it. Because I think a lot of people are afraid to go out and be another brand other than themselves. Because by far and away, we are our own brands. Mm-hmm. And it takes so much effort and time and nurturing and money. Like you are a testament Ooh. to knowing all of those things. Yeah. Um, but I think other people, I mean, and I think you're doing it exceptionally. Oh, good. Thanks. I just got the chills. Like, whoa, something must be right. (laughs) I mean, you're growing and like, it's, it's certain things where like, you now we're talking about things months away and you know that you have this different brain space. Yeah. But I think you need to tell everybody else how you got to this point to where you wanted to create this other brand. Well, um, like how the bake shop was born. Like how that how that came about? Well, yeah, and and, and why you're like you know what I need to leave my job at okay. Equinox and, yeah. and decide to pursue. Okay. Well, I'll say this: so getting into fitness was always a thing I wanted to do. Finally, in life, I decided to do that. That was about eight or nine years ago. From that point, I remember having a day when I was at Equinox. That's who I worked for for seven years as a personal trainer, which was wonderful. I had remember having a moment there when we had to like pick our specialty and I was like, oh, okay, cr- strength, cardio training, TRX, pre and postnatal. And I remember thinking to myself, I wish I could just say butts. My specialty is butts <laughs> <laughs> because I've always just really loved butts for lots of reasons, just because it's the strength. It's like the core strength of our body. And then also as a female, like for myself, I know when I feel strong in my body, which is that I feel strong in myself. And because like butts are fun and great, they make people smile, you know, that kind of thing. So I was like, I just wish I could do butts. So then um, I started like the the name Katie Cakes started coming around again in life. And um, once that stuck at the gym I, I then felt like I was like, and like finally recognized so I could then say like my specialty is butts. <laughs> um, and then the bake shop name came about cause we were joking one day about somebody asked to take a picture with my butt, but just not me and <laughs> just the butt. And we laughed. And so one of my girlfriends said, no, nope, the bake shop is closed. And we all looked at each other in that moment. We're like, ah, oh, that's it. And you could have had a moment. I could have had a moment where like, oh, that's cute. And then like, like, like went away from it. Yeah. I came home from that weekend and I'm on that Monday, I changed my Instagram profile to Katie Cakes Bake Shop. And from that day, I was like, I'm doing this. I'm committing to this is a brand. I'm committing to this, to this. And then in just over time, it just developed and like the message evolved and it started to encompass all the things that I'm passionate about. Like 
women being confident with themselves, women being strong in who they are, and then the butts as well. And then it just came to a point where like, I wanted to just be able to focus far more on this brand and make it what it could be. I had that responsibility, I felt, to deliver this message and like create this thing and see it through. And that's why I finally felt like it was time to leave Equinox because I just felt at the time, um, they they were not championing their 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 trainers in their own brands like they are now. So I had decided to leave so I could be my own champion for this brand. Mm-hmm. And like I'm and like it made me go all in. Like yeah. I took the leap. And when you take the leap, you gotta go. You don't yeah. get to say, never mind, and like find your way back up to the cliff. <laughs> I know. So that was that, and that's how it all went. So as the founder of the bake shop, please tell everyone your honest thoughts of Lizzo. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Uh, I mean, I'll say this. My honest thoughts of Lizzo are like this. It's Beyonce and then it's Lizzo. (laughs) That's how I feel currently. (laughs) Because so, okay. I know that people feel like uh, as a bigger woman, she shouldn't be promoting like that. That's healthy. I think people understand clearly that like you have to be healthy in who you are and with, you know, within your physical body, like you want to do things that are healthy. Who's to say Lizzo isn't doing things that are healthy, but this is just her body currently. And, and she is saying, this is my body and I love it. And there is no reason not to. So I don't have to like, she's just saying that this is me. And she's inspiring other women to be like, yeah, this is me. I'm fine with it. So I can't understand why that would ever be a negative thing. And then on top of that, because she's Lizzo and she's extra and we all love cakes, she's out here with her with her cheeks everywhere. And I actually love it because in life, we've always talked about how like, oh, that's inappropriate for a bigger woman or any woman with curves, honestly, because I've been told I'm inappropriate wearing the same thing as a, as a person who's smaller or less curves than me would wear. But I'm inappropriate because you can see the curves. So... For her to say, like, that's not inappropriate. This is me being me. Like, I want that narrative to change. So I'm all for Lizzo and all the craziness. I mean, you've seen this some of the Bake Shop page stuff. Like, I'll repost her stuff every day. Well, yeah. I mean, as soon as I saw, I was in bed late at night watching a lot of the VMAs. And the first one I watched was Lizzo. I didn't care about anything else other than, like, Lizzo's. And I, (laughs) I, I swear, I am literally... What was it? 10 seconds maybe into her performance. I took a screenshot. I was like, oh my God, Katie. I was oh my getting God. messages. Giant butt. Giant butt. Giant, <laughs> giant ass on stage. Giant butt on stage. I was getting messages. Like I probably got eight messages within a 10 minute time frame. Yeah. Of like, Katie, did you see Lizzo's performance? Because there was a big butt on stage and it was so good. It was moving. I know. <laughs> I can't even. If, <sighs> if, if there was like a major influencer collab, with the bake shop, would it have to it be would Lizzo? Have to be Lizzo. It would have to be Lizzo at this right? point. And because, like, um, what performance was it? There, she had a big cake on stage, an actual cake. So now she's oh, had really? an actual cake on stage. It was a wedding cake for her Truth Hurts stuff. So she's had an actual cake and an actual butt. That collaboration has to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and Oprah, if you're listening, you can come too. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah. Oh my gosh. I don't know where I was going to go with there. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that collaboration. I mean, Lizzo is a great representation of the bake shop only because it's really truly like having fun with yourself and like not having to care what the world says. Yeah. Just 
we mentioned we mentioned it earlier and i kind of want to go back um not to not to point things out i through my journey of quitting and then starting my own stuff Mm -hmm. it also it took me a long time to understand and ask for different forms of help but you have this group of women and some of them are influencers and they're big influencers do you ever feel awkward to ask them for help? All the time. Yeah. yeah. Because they are friends. And I know a lot of other people who would be in that position and would like, without hesitation, like throw that shit their way and be like, hey, you know, would ask them to promote it. I don't know. For me, the type of person I am, I've always just valued like friendship or relationship over what I can get out of something. Of course. Yes. And so I think I'm having to find that fine line of like, it's okay to like, ask your friends for help. I always feel like, well, I need to be able to then like, what can I give them? And if I feel like I'm not upholding the end of it, then I don't feel I'm, I'm okay to ask. My friends have been awesome in like offering that even when I haven't asked. And then when the times I have like got up, like the confidence you could say to ask them, they've been like, Oh, are you kidding? Yeah, of course. And they've championed it. So do you feel like you missed, like I should have asked more? Yeah. I yeah. didn't ask that, but yes. Oh my God, Heather. She's like, as the social media, she's like, ask more. <laughs> ask, well, no, no, Oh, no. yeah. I but, mean, you know, I think there's, that's a big, yeah, it's a big psych thing. It is. Because that comes back to my own insecurities, honestly. But also yeah. people, we're going to go back to that, but. <laughs> my insecurities, great. <laughs> oh, where do we start? <laughs> um, but a lot of people, they don't have access to big influencers. Yeah. Like you do. And I think that's a. It's, and see, I don't see it as access to. No, because it's your friends. It's just an it's odd thing for me to understand. But you're right. It's like an opportunity. It is. Yeah. You're looking at me with that look of, yeah, it is. I mean. No, you're right. I think it's one of those things where I just have to get comfortable with it. And I also do feel as I grow and as I have more to offer when I say, hey, can you help me? Because another part of it, too, is I want to make sure I'm backed up with all this stuff so that when I do ask for that help, that it's all there ready to go. So when they send people to whatever it is, they're not sending them to an empty, like, thing you yeah. know what I mean like yeah the programs have to be in place so whatever has to be in place you better believe ducks in a row yeah like better believe when I have the bake shop like physical place oh we're calling on everybody because we're making that thing happen so it's part like that's part of it so I just think I you know I want to make sure I value those situations and don't ever want to make anybody feel like I'm using them for their followers yeah <laughs> you know it's totally. odd, such an odd thing to me but it is interesting huh do you have insecurities about social media yeah oh about social media yeah or maybe maybe what have what are some of your insecurities that have kind of matriculated into social um where i find that i'm like those insecurities come up most in social media is the idea of like why am i not getting more interaction do people not like what i'm putting out there like i should just give up on this because i didn't get more than 100 likes on that thing like that kind of stuff plays into my psyche all day long and um i have to remember that like again, like what I went back to was if I'm giving an authentic message, I can't worry about the likes or whatever. I have to really just trust the content and know that like, it's a bigger picture too. And as I grow, that stuff will grow as well. And I'll always have good content that people can go back to if they want, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, another like insecurity is just like allowing myself to like be, uh, like show myself on, on, on social media, like be a person that is like a personality or a th- kind of thing. Like I, I would rather be private 
and like let the brand do the talking. But I understand that it helps us see like what's behind the brand, like the person that is really fueling that like real organic it's, it's energy. Super, it's super important. I know. And so that's where I'm like, I I have to like decide every day, like it's okay to let the world see you. Yeah. <laughs> I was just listening to a different podcast where they were talking about more and more now, like 10 years ago or whatever, people, I'm just going to buy, I'm going to buy whatever shoes I like. But now people are more, are also like going to take that extra step. Well, I might not buy those shoes because maybe I don't also believe in what they believe in. Oh, maybe yeah. I won't go to Chick-fil-A because of this or that. Yeah. You know, and I think that when brands don't think about that, they're doing themselves a disservice. Huge disservice. Or when they don't have a real authentic message behind what they're doing. And I think that's where I like, I'm like, okay, I've got something here. And I trust in that because I do know that the message behind what I'm doing at the bake shop is, is unique to itself. And I, and I like trust that that yeah. will carry this, that people will, I hate the word buy in, but that's really what it is. Like, no, 100%. but like resonate with yeah. that message, I guess you could say. How do you hurdle over the fact that people may not know what the bake shop is? How do you, how do you go over that? Cause people may not know cakes are the booty. Right. And they don't. And I've had, like, I remember first when I first was explaining this to one of my clients, he was like, Okay. I'm going to ask my wife if she knows what that means. <laughs> and the next day he came back, he goes, she didn't know what it meant. I go, I don't think, I didn't think she was going to know what it meant. I'm like, I'm helping people understand who may, maybe don't understand that cakes are, it's the booty, it's the butt. And so the way I explain it is, and it's fun, like it's meant to be fun. Like there is a reason why I like to call it the cakes because I actually love cake and like, it's all really fun. It's like the sweet stuff of life, you know? So I say the bake shop is a physical and spiritual fitness brand. And then that helps them go, wait a second. So it's not like a bakery. And I go, no, no, it's not a bakery. It's all about physical and spiritual fitness. So we we work on the body, especially like the booty, the cakes. And then they go, oh, cakes like the booty. Yeah. And then it's one of those things where like if they've heard it once, they'll start hearing it. And they're like, oh, OK, I hear that now. I know that now. And it, and then it's I'm helping it like bring it. Yeah. Back in the mainstream. You know? I feel like you should just have like a little video in your like photos on your phone. And when someone doesn't know what they like, hey, what does cake mean? And you're like, cake, 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 cake. <laughs> Get Perfect. it? Perfect. Rihanna knows best. Perfect. See? Right. And then and then if you do listen to like pop culture, like music, um, it's there. Like, yeah. like bake shop and cake. Well, not bake shop, but like cakes in that sense are everywhere. And that makes really fun for the cake pot booty classes. Have you ever felt like you had a really big fail with respect to maybe your brands and social media? Huh? I don't know if I've ever had a really big fail. I feel like I've missed opportunities. And then I've had to understand that like another one will come along. Yeah. Fail. I don't know. Do you know one? Is that your, do you know of one that I've had? (laughs) Me? No, not not there one that you've like known for my, no, you're like, Oh, that was a fail. Well, let's see. You can just say no too. That works. Well, I will say this. On my personal page, I posted something and I and I was okay with it. It had to do with like a booty selfie Wednesday kind of thing. Yeah. And I got a comment in those comments of a woman who previously was a fan of the bake shop, the brand, whatever. She goes, this is a bit too much for me. And I had a moment where I got like mad and defensive. And then I had to understand like, okay, why did I post it? What was my like, reasoning behind it and like check on myself Mm -hmm. on that and then stand convicted in the reason why and like the message and I went back to her and and the private messages and just explained to her like why it was okay 
to me. And whether or not she still followed after that, I, I don't remember. But I felt like I was strong in the sense of something that I could have. Because for a minute, I was like, oh, my God, that maybe I should have posted this. Oh, my God, what do other people think? Yeah. But then I was like, wait, check in on me. Like, why did I do it? And that's why. Like, yeah. stand stand strong in that. Yeah. So. My last big thing, because I think you are doing your own brand, like, Katie and Katie Cakes Bake Shop really well. Okay. What piece of advice or if you were to talk to somebody that's maybe trying to start their own brand, what advice would you give them with respect, whether it's with respect to social, whether social is a part of that, what what sort of piece of advice would you give them? I would say understand your vision and your message first. Like be clear about like your mission statement message. Like what is it that you want people to see when they come to whatever it is you create. Like understand that mission first and then from there build out the visual and be really specific on like what visuals you want and like your and like down to things like your color scheme, the flow of it so that when people start to when people are specifically coming to like an Instagram page, like aesthetics is huge on Instagram. It's not Twitter, it's about pictures. So really be aware of like that image and that flow. So that when people get there, they, they it's like aesthetically pleasing to them. Mm-hmm. So figure out how to make this brand that you want. Like, because you might have an amazing message, but you need to package it really nicely in whatever, like, and that doesn't have to be like, it's got to be pretty. It has to be in flow with your brand. Mm-hmm. Like know what that is and keep it in that vein. Because that's what will set it apart. That's what will create its niche. That's what will like make it unique from other things. So be really specific about your vision. Yeah. Yeah. We spent this whole time with like talking to each other with all the I know. desserts next to us. <laughs> I think it's time we should indulge. I'm right? ready. Right? Okay. What are you going for? The I think we're going for the chocolate chip cookies. Oh, you don't need one then. I'm going to take this one. I mean, spoon. yeah. You, you go for it. Have you tried those cookies before yet? No. But okay. I'm going to take delicious. a bite of this lemon all thing because right. lately I've been into lemon stuff and I'm never into lemon sweets. I'm not into lemon at I'm all. doing it. But yeah. Go for um, it. Katie, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to see what the bake shop has in store. And you'll be the first to see it. I know I will. But I can't <laughs> wait for everyone else to see it. I know. Exciting. Thank you so much. And thank you for bringing these. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yay. Cheers. With a mouthful <laughs> of chocolate chip cookies. Cake, 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 cake. <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of Social Media Unlocked. Please take a moment to review this podcast in the iTunes store. If you want to learn more about me and my social media experience, go to www.heather.pink or find me on Instagram at heatherpink27. And if you're looking for help in creating a social media department or building a social media brand, my consulting agency Pink Deer is here to help. Visit www.pinkdeerllc.com for more info.